Welcome to the Keyforge Premier League Weekly. Through the Crazy Killing Machine Network, we seek to bring you the top quality content that you crave and to share the passion that we have for Keyforge. All information about the Keyforge Premier League can be found at crazykillingmachine.co.uk. So let's get on with the show and join the best community in gaming as we look into the Forge. Hello and welcome to Keyforge Premier League Weekly. Um, this is a quick VOD that we're doing as a response to the um, tournament that we had this weekend. And man, it was absolutely shocking to me. Um, and I have with me special guest, Z, the big Z, as you can see here, and say hello. <laughs> hey, hey, that's me. Yeah, it was amazing. I I was expecting like 50 people. In the end, we got 89 um, paid participants that are willing to donate a little money to the Keyforge cause, playing an event. Not, I guess they donate, but they're technically all getting it back anyway. Um, but yeah, like that's 89 people that are interested in some form of official play, right, Jupiter? Like, people well, want to play this game. Well, remember, I do remember that there was a time in the week where we were like, like at 20 people and we were kind of worried about what the turnout was going to like, but we were like, eh, 20 would be good fine anyway. But and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to put out this thing. And I said, if you hit 80, I'll throw in extra prize, special prize to the prize pool. And you were like, maybe we should only be 50. I'm really glad I did 80 now because 50 would have got crushed so easy and it wouldn't have felt as, uh, as good. <laughs> Um, yeah, like yeah, we because we ended right at eighty nine. Like we were almost because when we first envisioned the event series, we were talking about like trying to you know get people more motivated about paid play, cash prizes, like a like a vault would be right. Even though none of us has ever received any money for vault, by the way, just want to throw that out there. Yeah, um, vaults are definitely free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get any. I mean, you get a plane ticket if you want to go to another one. At best, if you can convince them to actually give you your voucher. Um, <laughs> which is another thing in itself. Um, but yeah, we like 89 people showed up, played. Uh, we had passed the all the way to the top eight ish, um, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and it, yeah, it was two deck survival. So that's one of the things we talked about what kind of event we wanted to run, right? We discussed three deck survival, but the, the timing on it was, was a little long. Um, but with two deck survival, we ended up going. 11 rounds, even though round 10 and 11 were the same player. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the same players. Yeah, speaking of, like, uh, we saw some really strong play, like, play in the MM set, right? Like, and we saw a lot of really interesting decks and stuff. And quite honestly, in the end, the decks that were there, like, I expected the players to be there, right? And the thing, but mm -hmm. the styles of decks were a bit off from what I thought I would see. Um, there were still some of the, uh, the, the very um, prominent combos in both of the decks, but, like, uh, I, I was expecting to see a little bit, a little bit something a little bit more different. Like uh, I was expecting more Curiosaurus, and I was expecting more, uh, you know, like some control element to the game. But um, and, and and ideally, like uh, Jason was playing control, right? Because he had Ethan's Jar, which ended up being MVP caliber, right? Well, I mean, Eden's Jar was in both of his decks, but neither of the decks that you were playing would be considered control no, deck. No, they they're not control, yeah. but that that element of control is what skewed his deck even like mm -hmm. farther to the to the to the yeah. yeah i mean it did highlight the power of eden's jar we definitely like we a lot of us that have, are on cast or whatever that have talked about the card have talked about how good it can be mm -hmm. it definitely highlighted exactly how good it can be 
in yeah. all of the final matches that we saw. It yeah. was a significant part of the win con. Yep, both uh, both games. Like, uh, and then even getting to the uh, at the end, like he, that's he yeah. There was I was just talking about like there was about four games because both of Jason's decks had Denton's jar. Yep, and there were four games that that card. It didn't like win win the game alone, but it would have been much closer, and he possibly could have lost without it. So, yep. and, and we also and we also had um, a good Quixel showing, which should have made you pretty happy, right? Yeah, I'm a big Quixelstone fan, and. That's uh, it was a Quixel as a a high tempo Quixel Stone deck that oh, yeah. actually went nine zero mm-hmm. and then lost both then lost then lost and then they lost in the second deck in yep. the finals and Leo um, has it up for sale on DOK just so you guys yeah know, I saw that you guys want to go and find out and uh, I don't think he's asking crazy amounts for it but um, get it get get to talking to him before uh, he he decides to just make an auction out of it I guess but. Uh, I can't imagine him letting that go, but uh, I asked him if he wanted to trade because I was going to try to keep some memorabilia from our first event, but uh, I can understand the fiscal, uh, the draw of the deck, but being an MM-only event, I still think that deck would have been good in any other event as well. So um, That's the thing that I was the most impressed. I was looking at a lot of the decks on top uh, played by the top six people. Um, I think many of them would have done very well in an open Archon. In fact, I played in the Glorious U, I don't know, so it feels like a month ago now. I don't know if that's accurate, but mm-hmm. um, I went 8 0 um, on the, the day one. And the only deck that really challenged me to, like, I beat him, but like the closest match I had was against Jason's first deck, which went 4 1, because I think it dropped to Grant in round five. Um, and that's the uh, crazy Nell draw, my whole deck. Oh, platform the, deck the, the sad panda deck yeah the sad he calls it sad panda it's some yeah. some uh what if you watch russian it, deck yeah russian he, deck yeah it was a russian because uh he, on the stream we had him come in and tell us the story because we were all wondering where sad panda came from and his wife i guess is a uh, russian and speaks russian so like uh she told him that it's not an exact translation obviously because it doesn't translate to that like on google translate or anything else but she said it's basically embodying the uh the idea the feeling or ideal of a sad panda yeah so there you go that's sad panda so now you have some history lesson on that um and i'm quite i was quite happy that jason uh qualified for season two because he's a guy that should have been in season one honestly like uh, if he had more time i'm very certain he would have uh, qualified he is an up-and-comer that was like just ready to kind of start pushing his name into like the people you see every u.s vault tour winning um and uh you know we hit covid so like and he's been a long time guy that i've uh, i've dealt with and he's always been absolutely top-notch professional and super super kind so um i was, I was, I was yeah, kind of jason's kind of, a fantastic player super nice guy yeah so i, I cheer for oh. those guys like the scrowners and the jasons of the world <laughs> like uh i i'm i'm not a very unbiased commentator because i don't get paid to be so <laughs> but um with that yeah said, yeah like, like like yeah there's no gambling here there's no bets there's no sakes uh, kfpl takes zero funds from anyone yeah um and speaking of which let's, let's get to the uh the payouts like what we what we got from the tournament like you guys said we uh hit 88 players um 89 um we had 89 registered and paid participants one player did drop right before the event started um we gave them the option like when they do drop like that with advance notice with a real reason they had the uh, uh, option to get the refund or just add the, the keep the money in the price pool and they kept it in the price pool because again we have a great community um so yeah our our price pool I just have the payouts. I don't actually remember like the total, the funds, whatever. But 
uh, first place payout ended up being remember the buy ins only ten dollars. So this is a pretty solid payout for ten dollar investment. Yeah. Uh, first place prize in addition to the invite to season two was two hundred and twenty two dollars and fifty cents. Sweet. Second place. Hold. What? Go ahead. I was thinking, that's sweet, right? Congratulations, Jason. That's like some Christmas yeah. money. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 something. Um, and then uh, second place was $133.50, so still pretty solid for $10 investment. And that was Leo uh, Linisi? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, the name's Jay Powers first, <laughs> Leo, Leo Lindsay second, and then in our third and fourth place slots, uh, we have Newark and Stronglink. I don't know Newark's name, but Stronglink is Grant. That's the person Grant that brings types. us the cru- Crucible Tracker. Mm-hmm. Give that a little plug for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was $89 uh, for that payout. Yeah, almost nine um, times the investment. That's pretty good for mm-hmm. fourth place, third and fourth place. Yeah. For sure. And then fifth through eighth, which we'll talk about in a second, was $44.50. <laughs> Um, uh, the solid fifth place were Jose MMB 97 and Xander for to win, which is one of my locals. That's Ryan. Good job, Ryan. Super well played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was an opportunity that he could have probably snagged out that last win through some other play after he talked to me about what a certain card does. I was like, yeah, uh, that would have possibly won you the game. Yeah, but we can um, talk about but, ifs all day. Like, there's lots of ifs. Yeah, but like that—that's the thing that happens if every you, if every you, if every you game. To, almost. If, if you knew how to bet on a gambling den. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh yeah, that other game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, but anyway, the seventh. Uh, then we have seventh through eighth. But actually, there ended up being three people that were in this slot. Um, this was kind of on us as our a learning curve type thing for challenge. Um, we talked about it in the background prior to the event. We knew we wanted the tiebreaker to, at the time when we were discussing things, to be um, point differential, as in the number of keys. And we told everyone they need to report the number of keys, but we never actually said why we were doing that. Um, and people are very much used to a, the tiebreaker and challenge being the buckles. So our ninth person place actually had the highest buckles out of our seventh through eighth. And our seventh place actually had the lowest buckles in our seventh through ninth. So we're just calling the seventh through ninth slot, which were Gorbelli, Kif93, and X073D, all our top eight players, <laughs> and will be priced accordingly. Yep. And that's on us. We just we're gonna be more clear about what our tiebreakers are. And honestly, we talked about that not like no tiebreakers for that bucket. Um, making any kind of sense for survival anyway, because it's always about how far you go. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that matters for survival. Yeah. So in the future, the next month will not be survival, so we can talk about next month. We do have a little bit of information that we can talk about today. Yeah, we'll get into that. But before we do, like, uh, thank you to those people. But, and Joe yeah. and Joe was gracious enough to, which is xo seventy three D. That he, mm-hmm. that's Joe Caruso, and he was uh, generous enough to say that he, we could still just donate the money to the season two prize pool. So even though we reached out to him to to give him the prize, he again community being amazing decided to mm-hmm. just let the money sit in the pool for people. So it didn't even like it ended up just being a win win win. And like again, our community. 100% amazing top notch and and it's like the the support that we're getting is overwhelming like um this thing grew like at such a fast rate and you guys are so excited for it like um 
we just want to keep doing better for you. So the idea here was that mm -hmm. like after discussion and stuff like that, we wanted to be as fair as we could to the players. And again, we, we don't get any money out of it. So other than like what, it, yeah. like, it's basically displaced prize money. That's all that, that, that we're doing at this point. Cause it would have been funny thing about that. When we like, we give a feedback form to everyone that exited and three of the people said that we should take a cut. I was like, no, that's not our goal here. Mm -hmm. All the, there are way more than three of us, but I know a lot of people see me, Jupiter and Carl all the time. It's it's more than that that are behind the scenes. Yeah. Um. But all of us, all we want is Keyforge to survive the you know Rona. You know and, it, and thrive. Yeah. You know what? If you want to, if you want us to take a cut, if you're one of those people that think we should take money off of this and I can do something with it, I have a proposition for you, and this is a really simple one. Go become a Patreon of DOK. Go become a Patreon of TCO. Go patronize the things that make Keyforge better for the people who are putting in the work and the, the really hard stuff that that need it or, or could use it. Because like we don't have server costs and stuff because we have TCO. So I I myself am like after this weekend and talking and stuff, I was like, why haven't I Patreon TCO yet? So I am now a Patreon of TCO. Um, and I think that if you want to benefit us and like you want to support us support them because they do so much work yeah. for nothing like it is ridiculous so that's my plug to you like like we don't want the funds and the money and stuff like that and we need tco to do what we're doing so go help them spread the love i mean honestly the best way to support us is to keep signing up for events yeah. and get as many people as you know to yeah. sign up for events like Come talk start talking about it like it's a vault like hey are you going to this event blah 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 like mm -hmm. Like people like rearrange, like I rearranged my life, my wife and my son. We all would like do massive things to get to a vault. Mm -hmm. If we can start having people have that level of interest for not just our events, but the TCO events, the sanctimonious events, the ABR events, the code events. Yeah. That is how we spark a new interest in the game and kind of like, cause right now, like we talked about this a bit uh, behind the scenes, like our player base is what it is. We have the same kind of people showing up every time. I think this, I was super excited to listen to a conversation that I saw in the main chat about four or five people that like this was their first event to play in. Yeah. That is awesome. That's what we need mm -hmm. going forward. We need more people that have never done this. Mm -hmm. Um, to come on board and give it a go and think of it this way too like the cost of playing in these events now that you're getting high level payouts like you're getting better payouts than you ever would have got at a vault tour right um you know we're not going to obviously compete given one dollar would have been a better payout right than any right vault right, tour. right because you're paying to travel you're paying to travel and do all these things and all the things that would keep you from going to a vault tour the travel restrictions and stuff and competing with the best people that are basically wanting to be competitive right like um all those excuses are out the window now because you can do it from the, the comfort of your own home if you just have the same time and we're trying to give you a month's head up for every event, right? So that's that's huge, like in this and that. But the other thing is, is like uh, the cost, like the ten dollar entry fee or whatever and stuff like that. That's really just to, to keep energy and like prize support for people to come playing. You always play more if you're playing for something, right? And so it, mm -hmm. it's it's kind of important to have like something to give back. Right, and we don't want to keep coming out of pocket. That's what the ten dollars is about. But the idea is, is like if we have two hundred fifty people, like that's a pipe dream probably. But like, uh, prove me wrong. But like, uh, if we had two hundred fifty people, think of how awesome that would be. And we would definitely stretch the prize support. Like we wouldn't keep it at top eight if we were making those kind of numbers. Like as the numbers go up, we can spread to top sixteens, maybe top thirty twos if we get stupid big. But like, I, I don't foresee that. But I, I challenge you, like. Make it happen. I, I do believe we've considered going to top 16 if we start it. The event after we hit our first 100 will probably go to top 16. But, like, let's yeah. say next event we hit 100 people, it's still going to be top eight. And that's yep. going to be one heck of a payout. But the event after that, 
yeah. would most likely then be top 16. Yeah, we, we definitely are looking to scale the prizes a little bit because, like, you know, we don't want just the same, the top person to just take all of it, right? Like, there's, that's not, I don't think, and I honestly, I don't think anybody in our community is that greedy that they want, like, all the money in the prize pool. Like, uh, we're very, like, generous as far as, uh, the... Well, we are varying the events. Like, I think the player skill is definitely a thing, and I think mm-hmm. there will be definitely repeat people because we're gonna do this yeah, once a month. Um, but I, but I would be fairly game. surprised if we got a repeat winner. Um, I don't. I mean, hopefully this is gonna go on continually. But I would be surprised if we got a repeat first place winner in this in this coming year. Um, but we'll see. Interesting. I think I think you're gonna see the same top eights. Like you're gonna see. Well, I'm not the same top eights, but you're gonna see the same. There's going to be a group of people, like four or five, maybe six people, that are going to always be showing up in the top events because they're just really great players. And, um, you know, the idea is that we're going to see start seeing it. Like, uh, kind of with League, I started seeing that, right? Like, I've been monitoring the League and all the games, and I've seen almost everybody in the League play. And there's people that have come out of nowhere for me that I didn't realize were as good as they were because I never have heard of them. Like, uh, a good example is the Brazilian guy named uh, Rod- Rodion. Rodion. If you haven't watched one of his VODs yet, man, go watch the guy play. It's like he is inside of your brain. Like, he's so good at playing the game. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's had a little bit of a bad run in the last... Uh, last week here but like uh, this is the first time he really took a hit and then you look at go watch andy ming play the guy is a machine like calculated and plays nearly flawless like um if you're gonna win against these guys you're gonna have to play good and like um but you can learn a lot just watching them too and it's like uh the, the value i get out of it like i love watching people play zeke could tell you a little bit about rodian <laughs> yeah he played very well yeah i punted one of my games but yeah you did but like, that's uh, what it is yeah, but like uh, he still played you very well, and you're a top level player too. So like, uh, I do okay. Yeah, but nobody in the league I think is a, a slouch. So like, it's not easy. Like uh, as you can see in the standings, if you go look, there's only like one group that I think that's has four people pretty pretty locked in. Um, you know, there's like a, I think a contest like for the fifth slot, like the fifth and fourth slot. But like every other group is like live to like you know six to seven slots deep. So it's weird. Like um and. Uh, the challenge thing has been interesting as well. I don't, I don't understand or pretend to understand challenges algorithm, but uh, it's what we got, so that's what we use. Um, there's a couple of other programs that Phil has mentioned that we might look at, but for now, challenge is the thing that's linked to TCO, so it just makes the most sense. And uh, the utility that we get from TCO and challenge is, is the reason we stay there. And um, it's, I don't think it's going to change, but we'll see. Like, yeah. uh, we, this is like part of that feedback loop too, right? Like we, this is like the one thing I want to stress out of anything today is uh feedback, feedback, feedback. We want all the amount of feedback we can get, leave comments on the videos, leave comments on whatever, um, be constructive about them. Um, trolls, I just ignore you. Like if you, if you say something that is absolutely stupid or negative, I'm not going to care that you wrote it or just delete it or whatever. And I'm not going to, you know, entertain it. But if you say, Hey, I don't like this because, and blah, 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 then I will most likely respond to you with something either saying, well, I'm kind of stuck doing this right now because, and this is what I'm looking at fixing or how I'm looking to move forward. Or I'll say, man, you're right. This is probably a great idea. And like, we would talk about it. Right. And we'd have discussion about it. Um, I think that everybody on our team, Carl, myself, Z, I think we're all pretty approachable um, and we do like constructive feedback. Um, so 
that's your challenge, I guess. The next step, two things, I guess, to take away that Z and I want from you guys is uh, we want feedback and we want, uh, you know, quality ideas and things to see if we can make things better for you because this is like we are doing this for you. It's a service for you. Like we don't get yeah. like we don't get to play. We don't get to do the things like the only time I get to play is when I'm in downtime and I get on and I basically just do like random games on the online and I see a lot of you and you a lot of you talk to me in the game and it's great. But uh, you have other ways to, to feed back to us and I would be great. Like do that. Use those. Um, and secondly is to start to encourage your friends to play on TCO and explain to them it's not perfect, but it's pretty good. And um, I'm working yeah. on I'm working on a VOD series with Coat. Um, we are basically going to do a beginners to KeyForge series, kind of just reset and go back to when we were brand new to KeyForge, like you know how it is. And the idea is that we're going to make try to make it as a good a quality as we can, so that new players that want to do this, you'll have a tool to use to to kind of get them interested in it from people who they can actually interact with, right? Like like uh, some of the vods that you see out there from all these like more famous YouTubers and stuff like that. They talked about Keyforge for 10 seconds and then like they went on and like there's not really a way for a new player to interact with them too much. And we don't want that. We want them to be like, oh, Jupiter, that guy's all over the place. I'm going to go talk to him. And he, he wants me to talk to him about how to play Keyforge and learn. Because for basics and intermediate, I'm great. I'll, I'll help you all the way through that. To be advanced, it's really on you to learn from watching other players or you know talking to the pros quote unquote like z's and uh, getting extra information i'm not the best player in the world i know that um but most of the time it's because i'm not focused on when i'm playing but like i can still hold my own and i do know plenty about what is good and bad in games i just tend to like to play the bad stuff because it's fun and i play for yeah. fun i play for fun yeah. more, more than competitive <laughs> so <laughs> but when i want to be competitive yeah. i'll crank it up so like um i've never had a bad showing in cody coat or uh, any other of the smaller things i've actually gotten to partake in but uh it's just fine. yeah the, the biggest thing is just spreading the word word of mouth is the best thing that we can use to get people to play just mm -hmm. sign up for events get all your friends to sign up for events recruit some new people to sign up for events like that's that's what we need uh, and congratulations yeah. to Jay Philippeg for winning the 20 Dark Amber. Um, Harlan was very excited to say Jay Philippeg when uh, you, he won, even though it didn't sound right because he didn't have a clue what that word was. But uh, And then um, <laughs> Leo, Leo Lindsay, had a wonderful day because not only did he just play second, but he also won the um, coveted $50 credit to, to my store with shipping. So, of course, I would have to get an Italian guy to win, so I have to ship to Italy, but... I'm okay with it. Of course, of course. <laughs> Italy gets all the decks. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, I will be reaching out to Luxury Playstyle uh, tomorrow to secure the shipping for the Dark Amber. Pretty right. solid. Yep. My son was actually most excited about that prize, and unfortunately he went 0-2, but he'll be back to try again next month, and we'll see if he fares better there. Hey, tell him I know a guy that's pretty in with Luxurious Playstyle, and he runs a team that like is all about the Luxurious Playstyle tokens and stuff, and I bet you I, I, he would hook him up. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> like, uh, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the next event. Yeah, I was about to say, yep. we're, we're going we're gonna to start to close this up, but before we do, we have the December event coming, right? Um, so mark your calendars. Z is about to give you a little bit of what we've talked about in, kind of, or in discussion. So here's the, the what we know so far. Um, we're going to finalize some details today with Carl and Jupiter, but what we do know is that it is going to be December 5th. It's going to be some form of triad based on the feedback that we have. There's a lot of decisions to be made about that, um, but one of the neat aspects, since it is December, it's kind of like the holiday season, season of giving. I'm not going to specifically mention what holiday because there's a lot of different views on that out there, right? 
but it is the we're not even to Thanksgiving yet. <laughs> Sorry. Well, well, we're talking about a December event. I know. I so know. it's between both of the major holidays, at least in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have some. We're going to reach out to some organizations and specific people that do uh, donate, and we're going to try to set up some kind of matching for every registrant or participant to get a certain dollar amount uh, match to go to a charity organization. We're currently debating between uh, a couple. I believe the what? Uh, what was our front runner at the moment that we're thinking uh, about? I the, can't. The, the, the front runner that we have on the billet. Um, we've had discussions about different ones, but I think the one that we're gonna we're leaning heavy towards is called Doctors Without Borders. It's a COVID group of people who basically are traveling to places that need help, and they basically. I have I have friends that are actually uh, in that group that are traveling around and basically frontlining the fight against COVID. And we think that because of uh, I think that because of the COVID tie-ins with the mental health and what we're trying to do to give you guys a release from this stress and uh, what they do to combat it directly would be a good tie-in for us. So mm-hmm. I think that I'm pretty sure that's going to probably be the heaviest vote, but uh, we'll see. But it's definitely one that's the best option so far, I think. Yeah, but we're going to reach out to some people and try to get some dollars matched per registrant from different people to go to that organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so for each person that registers, we're going to try to get some money donated uh, to that organization for the December event. So there's another reason to get out there, get your friends to sign up, make sure you clear your calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the poll, I do believe the start time will actually be the same. At first, I thought I looked earlier, but then when I tallied up the rest of the votes for the ones that were later, basically 50% of the people said it was perfect, and then we had 25% of the people say they wanted an hour earlier, and the other 25% of the people said they wanted it later. So in the end, it settles right back to where it was. Um, so I think we're going to have the same start time, and that was... You know what time it was? I'm trying to get the right 11. time for you. It was... We will advertise it in Eastern Time as 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It's 11 a.m. Eastern Time for uh, for it's, I think it's for the four, December 5th. Yeah. I mean, and I'm saying I think it's four o'clock uh, GMT. I, don't I have know. no idea. Yeah, I, I let Carl take care of that. Yeah, it's four. O'clock um, and, and it for 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 what it's for somehow it does seem that the uh, Europeans are fairly good at knowing what Eastern Time is. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of New York or whatever, but they seem to. Do okay with that yeah and you have to understand too, the reason we pick 11 o'clock uh, eastern is because um our stretch is heavy our heaviest stretch is western um us to like england slash israel that like you know that stretch germany like that kind of parallel so everything else outside of that is like more like fringe as far as like how many people we mm-hmm. get playing and stuff like that so but at 11 yeah. we still give the apac people a chance to play but even the, it, i know it's not a great comfortable hour but at some point uh you know, we we have to cater to the bigger numbers, unfortunately. And then every once in yeah. a while, we'll have an APEC. Like, we'll do something closer to the European time slot, like the Germany time slot, because that's kind of like the central point for that region. And then we'll be the fringe. We'll, we'll take the fringe once or twice. But um, that's like in the future, and we'll f- figure out that how that goes, too, depending, depending on where you are coming from and uh, who's participating, right? Like, um, we do want to mm-hmm. try to make it fair. So if you guys want us to have a more APEC-friendly thing, have more APEC fr- people playing. And then we will... I think we still... End- of having two people in this event yep. that were well, Gore APAC. Belly, Gore Belly, that place top eight was a Filipino, so yeah, yeah, like, uh, he, uh, you know, and he's been he plays all the time, so he's like just into playing it. But I know for some of the APAC people, the older ones, uh, it's a little bit hard to uh, stay up that much, <laughs> yeah. But with the, like with 11 a.m. Eastern time, it is a pretty it's a playable range from the 
Pacific U.S. all the way to um, Germany, basically Eastern Europe. Yeah. Uh, it is a playable time frame um, that people seem to be able to manage. It is a little rough on the Eastern Europeans, and it's a little bit rough on the West Coast. One of my own teammates was whining quite heartily about waking up and did not choose to participate. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope uh, he uh, changes his mind the next event. But hey, I mean, I get it. He's got kids. It's early. It's a thing. I get it. I, oh. mean, I have Harlan, so 11 o'clock works perfect for me because it gives me time to get him settled and then I get to kick in. So, But I think that's all we got. Um, sorry that this one is going about a half hour, almost podcast length, right? But uh, we wanted to get all this information out to you and, help, and, and understand you. And most of all, we wanted to thank you all for the overwhelming uh, support that you guys have given us. And um, when I first envisioned this, I did not expect it to be this. And... Um, that's not a bad thing, like I guess, because it's like way more than I ever expected. Even though I had pretty what I thought were pretty lofty expectations and goals, like I tried to set them high so that I could reach for something. I'd rather fail than uh, just be comfortable. So, um, but you guys have blown it away to a point where it's like I wonder, like, how do we keep this momentum, right? And so, feedback, 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 and recruit, recruit, recruit. Um, those are the two words for, for our camp. Feedback and recruit. Like, uh, we want more players. We want to try. Because uh, right now, it's hard to get new players into it with COVID and stuff like that. But, um, you mm-hmm. know, the way the way we get that to happen is one by one, word of mouth. Like, uh, like uh, you know. Word of mouth and just sharing your excitement. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, that's a sales thing. The more enthusiastic you are, the more people are going to be drawn to it. And that's the thing. Like, when you're talking about the events, like, get excited. Like, you know, I... I was super. I didn't get to play, which is super sad. This whole event was my brainchild because I love MM. I wanted MM to be featured. It actually was featured exactly how I had hoped. This was vault style ish. Um, it was awesome. Sad I didn't get to play, but I am yeah. beyond excited that so many people had that experience. Yeah. They, I feel they got to experience what MM can do, and that's what we saw. It was and, it's fun. And I was excited to have like a near, like a re- near real time stream, like because uh, like you have to have a second delay or whatever. But like uh, that was actually with the closed hands and stuff, it went a lot better than I expected it to. Um, but um, like I was very happy because like being able to talk to you guys and get like live feedback or like live interaction and talk is uh, important. And part of the the structure for the top eight, part of it was because people raised that up in the chat and stuff. So we were able to go, oh wait, let's let's look at this, right? And um, as always, when you guys give us good inputs and good ideas, we're going to execute them. We're going to basically try to look into the, the, the issue and see if it's like, you know, something we need to change or not. And we, I think so far we have a pretty good track record of, of, of favoring in the uh, in the in the airing in the way of the people, right, of the, the people that are playing and stuff and taking good care of you. So uh, hopefully you feel that way. If you don't, then give us some feedback. Tell us what you think is bad and uh, we'll do our best to, to, to take that into account. And um you know, try to continue to bring you the product that we're bringing you. So hopefully you enjoy it. But uh, that's all I got, really. So Z, do you have any parting words before we say goodbye? Just keep forging. Play some Key Forge. Have fun. I'll see you December 5th. Yeah, and I will see you um, on the Crucible. If you see me in there randomly, um, I always, if I don't have that I'm live streaming, I'm not live streaming. People always ask, but uh, I usually try it when I'm live streaming to put that it's a live stream. But um, KFPL underscore jupiter come play a game with me chit chat uh, have some fun i don't really play overly competitive decks so if you bring one that's fine i don't mind getting my butt kicked if you if you have a deck that nobody else likes to play against bring it against me i'll play you a hundred times with it i don't care um it's uh you know i just play it to have fun and uh, most of the time i'm being beat up by harlan anyway so um 
but have fun enjoy your time and um i will be seeing you or some of you in the abr because i am signing up to play because i do need something competitive to do i'm getting uh, to that point where i got that and game. i'm a team captain maybe i draft you but i, I doubt uh, it do you, do you win <laughs> games jupiter do you <laughs> I, my, my coat my coat record is really good like i don't lose very often and i'm always stuck with the worst how like i always take the worst role so I think I do pretty good when I'm actually. I, I think you'll actually get like um. There are eight team captains this this league this season, so it, okay. it's going to be hard to get people that have like no names because there's a lot of people that don't like don't stick out. So yeah. your name sticks way out. This is, you're going to be a hard hard choice person to grab. I don't think so because if anybody watches my streams, they know I, I I hardly ever play with attention. So like. I would be shocked if you don't make it like out of round three. Well, whatever. I, I, I'm I'm flattered no matter where I get picked, and since I have to get picked, I'm flattered, so I'm good. <laughs> anyway, so well, thanks. Congratulations, <laughs> you've been drafted. Thanks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll do my best for my team. So the lower you draft me, the better. Hopefully, I'll be. <laughs> so, it's like i met expectations i was drafted 72nd yeah. i want to be the tom brady of the league i want to be the all-star that comes out of oh nowhere Just kidding. but uh anyway so that's all we got so uh, hopefully you guys are having fun thank you again for tuning in and uh we will see you soon and uh start looking for the december um poster it'll be on all my streams when i stream and stuff um right now the stream schedule for me i will say too is a little bit inconsistent because with uh harlan shifting to mornings and all the shifts that he's made for school plus being home now with the covid uh quarantine for a couple days and stuff like that i'm probably not going to know what i'm doing for streams for a bit but whenever i get a chance to get it on live i will and um, that's basically really to just be casual play games with you guys and, and chit chat at this point because all the videos are going pretty much directly onto youtube that i get um we don't have a, a downtime for that anymore um if there's games that you guys want to watch like uh kind of do like a watch party on them um we would be glad to to, to consider that but you got to give me you got to tell me you got to give me that feedback and we'll be more than glad to work that out um but uh again like i said the, the production quality of the videos for se by season two will have it down to a science and it will be way better um this season has been kind of sporadic and weird but um i think we're getting it and um again impact give me inputs and feedback because all the growth i've had is because of that um, thank you to Ira, Muffins, Clint, uh, Phil, Steve, the names that you don't know that are helping. Um, Blake is still, you know, part of our, our, our group. He's busy, so, like, he's not directly, but he's still a big part of, like, what we're trying to do. He knows he's in the loop. Um, so all you guys, like, you know, even though me, Carl, and Z take up the light, um, he, they, these people are doing just as much work behind the scenes, and we are over grateful for them as well. So with that said, TCO also, never last, last but not least, uh, go support them, um, help them out, because without TCO, we don't have this league. So <laughs> um, that's all I got. So Z, say goodbye, and I'm out for real. Uh, see ya. Happy foraging. Peace. Thank you for joining us here at Keyforge Premier League Weekly. Um, this is Jupiter from Manlius, New York, saying keep your amber glowing and forge those keys.